Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Rose Ramandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries. I promise you that I'm going to share a testimony with you in my previous podcast. So let me share that with you right in the beginning of my message before I dive deeper into the message that I have for you today. Um, so a few years ago when I was walking, even I was driving to go to work and usually, you know, I would arrive 10, 15 or 20 minutes earlier because I had to drop my suit off the train station. And by the time I would just get to work, it was early. So I would use that time to spend time with Jesus and talk to him and, you know, just, um, a little uh, conversation before I get to work. So I got there and um, I parked the car in my parking spot and then I just just having and talking to Jesus. So now here's the thing, I don't talk to Jesus thinking, I do that sometimes, but when I'm alone and nobody's around and I can't, you know, I don't distract anyone, then I'll talk to Jesus aloud, right? As I'm just talking to you because it makes it more real to me and it, it allows me to, to even hear at the same time. So I was kind of really talking to Jesus, all these things. So eventually, you know, from the corner of my eyes, I, my eye, I saw that my coworker also parked by, uh, beside my car and I don't know what happened. I didn't pay attention and I got to, um, uh, you know, I got off a few minutes later after he went inside, then I, it was like seven o'clock in the morning, then I had to go to work. So I stepped out and so I, you know, I got, uh, out of the car and I just walked and I went I opened the door um, of the front door where the reception is and the moment I went there uh, our receptionist looked at me and said what did you do and I'm like what do you mean and she's like your face is shining your face is shining what did you do and I'm like oh okay what do you mean my face is shining she's like I don't know how to explain your face is shining and I said, oh, okay. So, and I knew like I was, I, I had time with Jesus. And it was one of those days, it was just so special. I literally felt Jesus is sitting on by the, you know, the, uh, the passenger side and we are just talking. It felt so uh, real that day, right? And then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I think I was just spending time with Jesus. She goes, huh? I'm like, okay, never mind. So I went back to my desk and just getting, and my co-worker who had parked by beside me, so he came to me and just talking a little, and he said, hey, who were you talking to this morning? And I'm like, what do you mean, when? And then he goes, you know, you were sitting in your car and you were just talking to somebody and I thought that you were talking to your with your phone, but I come closer and I paid attention and but you didn't have your phone on and you weren't, you know, there was no phone. Um, how you who were you talking to? And I'm I was like, oh, okay. So now I am getting you know, shocked a little that this encounter was just so real, even for people that they were around me. And, and I said, well, I asked my coworker there. Um, so I was talking to somebody and you didn't see anyone. He's like, no, but I could tell there's somebody sitting because you were just looking at this person and sometimes waiting and hearing and responding and everything. And I could see from your, um, you know, the way you were talking, it was somebody there, but I couldn't see anyone. So, and, and I was just, I started laughing. I said, no, I know maybe it sounds really crazy, but 
Jesus comes to me, Jesus comes with me to work. And before I come to work, then he sits, we just have a little chat together before we come. And he's like looking at me with his eyes, you know, wide. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I talked to Jesus and Jesus talked to me and he comes with me. And he's like, is he with you now? And I'm like, yeah, he's here. He's like, he freaked out. <laughs> and then he, he just ran away. He walked away. And I'll share more story with him later on. But like, like it was powerful powerful but my whole story here going back to the previous episode that we have in this series we've been talking about the experiences that we have in life and and uh, I personally you know I came from Islam I was a Muslim I was caught up in so much doings and I had to do them I didn't like to do it but I had to do them it was part of those religion rituals I had to do it and if I do it I feel good because I had I checked it off my list and if I we weren't doing something that I was supposed to do, then I was getting condemnation and all the things. And I was in this constant cycle of uh, justifying self-justification or self-condemnation because of all those rituals that I was doing. And now that I became Christian, I want, I don't want to fall into that cycle. And believe it or not, you will if you don't, you're not careful. You know, even uh, we are talking about the spending time with Jesus, that become a work for you. That become a thing to do rather than uh, like having him and knowing him as a person in your private life. And here's the thing, like, for example, now, like now I, uh, I'm married to Masood, my husband, and I don't have him up the top of my list as the checklist to do like to spend time with Masood today, check. Now I have to do like um, eating dinner with Masood, check. No, he's part of my life and every moment of my life is shared with him. And honestly, um, the relationship that I have with Masood, I, I want to spend my time with him. And um, I, I understand maybe some of you out there, you haven't had that, that relationship with your, maybe your mother or father or your husband or your wife or anyone that you wanted to have. Uh, but the, but the beautiful, the beautiful part is even though uh, you couldn't have the relationship you wanted to have in the flesh, guess what? You can have it in the spirit. You can have it with Jesus. You know, some of you maybe didn't have a good relationship with your father, but that's fine because, well, that's not fine. You didn't have a good relationship, but my point is think about it, that you can have the relationship you always wanted to have a father, to have with your father, with Father God. You know, a few years ago, I was in a church and I was just sharing about, you know, how, you know, having this uh, relationship with Jesus as, you know, we were talking about the bridegroom and bride and all these things, uh, Jesus as the bridegroom and husband. And somebody, a woman got up and she said, I can't imagine, I can't imagine. Please don't give me that information. It, it makes me far, go far away and run away from Jesus. And I'm like, why? And then she goes like, I married three times and I didn't have good uh, relationship with any of those husbands that I had. And I'm just, I don't want to have a, uh, you know, I don't want Jesus to be my husband. And I said, listen, I understand that you had that and it's unfortunate and I'm really sorry about it. And, but why don't you, but 
But let me ask you a question. Have you ever wanted to have a good relationship with your husband? She said, yeah. And I said, okay, what kind of relationship you wanted to have? You don't have to tell me, think about it. And then I asked, okay, now why don't you think that you can have that with Jesus? Why do you think that Jesus is one of your, like one of your husbands and not a good one? Not the one that he really came to bring life to you and really love you. And he really came to bring some kind of, you know, um, meaning into your life that no man in the flesh could ever give you. Maybe he's the one. He can truly love you and not any of the fleshly people around you. And I want all of us to think about it. You know, we have to move um a higher from a place of fleshly relationships you know we use all those examples in the flesh to just convey a message and just shed a, shed a light into a kind of a relationship that we can have in the spirit but eventually that relationship in the spirit is not even comparable to the relationships that you can have in the flesh but because we don't know the realm of the spirit and we have just been introduced to the spirit after living in the flesh for a long time, now we are, we are stepping into the spirit and we don't know how, this, how things look like in the spirit. Therefore, we kind of looked at the flesh and we understand, not repeat, but understand the wisdom and understand how relationship looks like in the flesh. And then we kind of get the message and wisdom out of it and bring that into a relationship that we have with Jesus. And that's how eventually you get to a place that you don't um, really, you know, looking into the fleshly examples of relationship to, def- to understand the relationship that you can have with Jesus. Eventually you get to that point, you learn that relationship in the spirit and you then bring that into your relationships that you have in the physical realm with people around you, right? That love and wisdom that you can have and bring in the life that we are living here. So that's why I think what is really missing, maybe in um, many of us, like I am really convinced that Every struggle that I have today, I personally have, and many of us have, it comes from a lack of relationship. It's rare that um, um, because we don't hear the Spirit, and because we don't know God, and because we don't know His wisdom, that's when we are just struggling, and we don't know what to do. And that's how, uh, you know, we just try to perfect things in the flesh rather than coming to him and letting him and like knowing him um, through this journey and letting that knowledge or relationship that we have ignite the faith inside of us. You know, so many of us, um, I, I talked about it in the previous video and I said I'm sharing with you here in this video. Sometimes, you know, you go to a person because you need something from this person. And you don't go to that person if you don't need anything. Like, for example, let, just, uh, let me just give you another worldly example. That, for example, you go to a doctor when you're sick. When you're not sick, you don't visit the doctor right so you don't have any kind of relationship 
with doctor except that he's a doctor and you're sick and he has some kind of a knowledge that he's able to give you in like some kind of a medicine or anything to help you get better right so you don't really mm, go to this person unless you really need him and that could happen when it comes to a religion when when it comes to um when it comes to us not really religious but so many sometimes we don't go we just keep going to jesus because we need something from him and as soon as we get something from him we are like okay we move on with our lives and then something else pops up and then we go to jesus and then and that's fine because he is a doctor to us he is everything that we need and you don't have we don't have to go to him all the time in order to receive a healing because if i don't have if i if i am healed i don't need jesus as a doctor right but my point here is that sometimes some of us our relationships have been watered down and summarized to going to jesus whenever we need something from him and then we get happy and he's so gracious and he's not that kind of person i say hey now you came to me now what where were you yesterday and all the stuff no no he's not like that person every time you go to him he gives it to you and he's he looks at you the way he always been looking at you his son and daughter but where are we standing let me share a story with here with you here masood had a co-worker at work and so amazing things happen with him, uh, with this through this coworker. So he probably he knows the story better to share it. And um, you know, I'm not sure if I'm gonna miss some stuff. I try to summarize it. So long story short, uh, one day, you know, Masud had been trying to talk about Father God and everything. And one day, I don't know what happened that this coworker started telling Masud that you know I have two sons, but um. They just, they just come to me uh, when they need things from me. Um, they just come and they start being nice to me, taking care of me. And then, but, but my sons are usually very rude and offensive toward me. And they don't, you know, care about what I want or what I do or anything. But the moment there's something that they wanted, then all of a sudden their behaviors change. They are nicer. They come up to me and they show how much they like me and how much they appreciate me because they just wanted to get that thing from me or a money or something. And when I give the money to them, then the next day, they don't basically uh, pay attention to me and, you know, they don't care about me or anything. And, and this guy tells Masood that, you know, I am, I am their father and I want to give them what they're asking me. But I also want them to love me and spend time with me and have a, you know, a, see a value in our relationship and know that it's not about all this thing is not about you know coming and getting stuff from me i want them to see that i do love them and i care about them and they don't have to come to me whenever they need me and it was masood was saying that it was just an amazing time for him he shared this he, he started talking to him and about jesus and father and he said you know uh, masood told him do you know that this is what we do with god that's exactly we are that those kind of children to our father, right? So what is highly valued 
for father is that quality of time that he really want to spend his time with his children and to know that his children um, know how much he loves them and it is the father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom of God to give us everything that we want but we have been so alienated and we have been so separating ourselves from him because of some kind of a false or wrong understanding that we have from him. And that's when, you know, things get twisted. That's when you can spend time with God, but out of a, a wrong uh, motivation. You can spend time with God out of a wrong, uh, you know, reasons. Or let just me just put you just give you another example. So many there are people out there that they um, they marry someone not because they love that person, but because this person can give them something. Because this person can uh, is like for example, it's rich, so they marry this person because they need this money. They spend time with this person to uh, get you know into their heart and to you know deceive them or whatever they do because they just want to twist their hands and get something from them there are some kind of relationships out there with that kind of motivation that this the reason this person is spending time with that person is because it wants to twist the arm of this person to get something from it and just think about it have we not done this before with God? I have, not with Jesus, but when I was a Muslim. Many times we think that God doesn't want, and you know, unfortunately, some, of, some, of, some in Christianity, they look at God this way, that God doesn't want to give us what he has, then I have to go and convince God and I just have to spend time only for this short period of time until I'm twisting the arm of God and he can give me what I want. And that's when the relationship gets twisted. It gets twisted because you are not spending time with this person because you really want to and you really love this person and want to know this person, period. And now imagine, like, for example, let me just bring the example of Masood and I. So now that I, like, I spend time with Masood, not because he has things to give me, because I love him. And I want him. And everything he has is eventually mine as well. That's, that's what happens with God. So that's why in Job chapter, in James chapter 1, it says, Blessed are those who endure temptation. For, um, uh, so for when they are, I'm sorry, I don't have my Bible to read the verse. But it says when they endure the temptation, they, um, the Lord will give them. Um, uh, the, the crown of life to those who loved him. But unfortunately, most of the times, it's not that we, we, we it, it looks like we love what Jesus has for us more than we love Jesus. 
But here it says, no, no, you're going to give, he's going to give the crown of love to them who love him, not to them who love what Jesus has to give them. And that's why today I just want to make sure we all of us are staying this path of life and understanding, okay, this is, we love him, not the things he gives us, even though the things that he gives us, we want it. But we are not here in this relationship. We are not in this relationship only to get these things. We are in this relationship because we love him and we want him. And guess what? Everything he is and everything he has, he will give it to you. He wants to give it to you. He, it is yours anyways. But how, but where are you standing? But how are you looking at him? Do you think that, are you in a relationship that is healthy? It's in a love relationship that you can receive, that you receive love and you give life and you just want this person genuinely for who he really is in his nature, personality, character? Or are you in this thing because Jesus has power or Jesus has stuff to give you? And let me tell you this. um, If you are in this relationship to get things from Jesus, you will soon get frustrated. Not because Jesus doesn't want to give these things to you, because you are approaching God to twist his arm. You are not in the path of life. You are not in the path of faith. It is so twisted. And if you really think about it, is um, every time you are frustrated and every time you are like, okay, God, you know, why, you know, God forgot about me, doesn't love me, doesn't take care of me. And all those things that we are saying and all those frustrations that we have, if you really go to the root of it and you keep digging down and go to the root of it, you realize that you haven't received what you wanted to receive from God and that's why you are frustrated and you're offended and you're mad at God because you love what God can give you. I'm just being honest here because I'm just exposing things and just provoking some uh, truth to you to think about it. And then you get frustrated and sometimes, okay, you are not get frustrating at, uh, frustrated at God. You're frustrated at yourself. You're frustrated at what was wrong with me. Why am I not receiving? Why am I not doing this? And then again, you're so focused on getting things from Jesus than being focused on this relationship that you have with him. What is he talking to you today? Rather than... Um, throwing yourself in the bosom of the father and let him just you know love you and it is it just there's so much narrow line that is in 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 between these two and sometimes we don't even know we are off track until somebody say or we hear the spirit and we get back on track and realize that okay no 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 we are in this thing, in this Christian. I'm not learning stuff. Uh, to I'm not reading the Bible to get things out of Jesus. I'm not going to prayer to get things out of Jesus. Some of you say, oh, maybe there are verses that says come with petition. I understand. 
and there is a time for it and go and ask but i'm saying your relationship doesn't summarize in just asking and asking and receiving there's so much more that asking and asking and going to him to him for your needs must be a fraction of your relationship it shouldn't be the whole relationship that you have that's why it's just um this god that we are talking is a person he's our father he's our lover the lover of our soul and today and today he wants to spend time with you he wants to um, you know he wants to experience life with you in it he doesn't expect anything from you he doesn't want to spend time with you because you can give him something what can we give him anyways? No, he wants to spend time because he loves you. He wants to know you. But I thought Jesus knows me already. Of course, but he wants to know you experientially in another level with you, experience a life with you as much as, you know, same way that you want to experience life, life with him. And let's just step into that kind of relationship, the relationship that you experience life with him because of who he really is and that's where you step into freedom and that's where you step into joy and excitement no longer frustration but joy and excitement because you are in a love relationship all right bless you guys Uh, i'll talk to you in the next episode